All righty. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. I hope you're doing amazing. I am super excited. This morning, I've got someone we're talking to, actually, that is not my author yet. <laughs> I say yet. Um, but um, I met uh, the gorgeous Terry um, four years ago at one of our masterclasses, and she was working with one of our other authors, Francesca, who we were collaborated around masterclasses and we reconnected recently through networking and all those bits and pieces that you normally do in business mm-hmm. and um and we thought you know let's catch up see what she's been doing I mean she's built an amazing business over the last four years and um today's topic is dreams into reality so Terry thank you so much for joining me this morning to have a bit of a chat about that thank you happy to be here <laughs> I'm amazing exciting yeah it's it's super exciting and and you know like I love seeing people grow because when we met you were only just starting out mm-hmm. and yeah. um you've uh, you've done some amazing things over at your end so guys let me give you like the official introduction <laughs> and then we get stuck into the content this is a little bit of the backstory of where we've come uh, to and you can see behind Terry she's got her business 10,000 dreams and um, we'll talk a little bit of what all of that means all right so Terry Adams month started 10,000 Dreams after realizing incidental guidance she was offering to business contact um, was transforming the way they operated and the goals which they were reaching. Having grown up in a rural family in Queensland, ever inspired by being surrounded by people who live their dreams every day, Terry discovered her own dream and passion beyond loving her family was to guide others through the process of clarification, not just of personal goals, but also practical steps to arrive at that new lifestyle. Terry's experience in the personal development world started early, beginning with pulling self-help books out of the library as a socially awkward 15-year-old at boarding school. She's a lifelong learner, up-leveling every day to build better relationships and enhanced business approaches. Terry shares her myriad of skills with those in or starting small businesses, helping your clients to create their own lifestyle success stories through identifying what they truly want out of life and helping them create change needed to bring their dreams into reality. All right. Amazing, Terry. I, I know it. when you and I connected and you told me about the tree thing, yeah. <laughs> tree metaphor, I, I thought it was very, very interesting. And um, and I can I can see, as I said to you, I can see that tree on the cover of your book in the future. But no. if you want to maybe start with that, tell these guys who are listening about the the tree metaphor you know because it makes a lot of sense when you share it through a story sure so i've just got an a4 of that here that i can share show to people um so i i refer to this as the dream tree framework now this is um it's an image that i had a let me just take it out of the package because it's a little bit shiny and awkward to see um so i call it the dream tree framework it the analogy comes from a gum tree um, given that, I, like I said, I'm as you said, I grew up in um, rural Queensland. Um, but a gum tree is a tree of life analogy with a fence connected to it. So if you look really closely, the tree trunk is actually being used as one of the posts in the fence in that image. Now, if you're ever out in Western Queensland and you go along, it's particularly with the older fences, boundary fences and stuff are often just the trees are there rather than get rid of them, you, you build around them and use them as a part of the structure. Now, why is this important in terms of how the tree, I'm going to start with the analogy of the tree and then pull it into how it works with us as human beings. If you look at any tree, right, you've got, normally you'll see this, okay, you won't see the root system, you'll see the ground above where you've got lovely strong trunk, 
you've got the canopy of what it, whatever that tree is creating. And in this case, obviously it's gum leaves and there would be nuts and flowers. There's a couple of busted branches, you know, this, this tree has lived, not every branch is perfectly straight. Actually, not a single one of them is perfectly straight. Um, it's, it's a tree that is, in my opinion, incredibly beautiful, but there's evidence of life there, of the struggle of the journey, right? Mm. Um, but it's still flourishing. It is still creating, you know, the beautiful leaves, et cetera, that it's designed to, to create. Now, the thing is, is that if you think about a tree, well, anything within your garden, any, any living thing, how strongly this tree performs in terms of when it weathers different weather conditions, et cetera, will depend on how well nourished the root system is. We've all seen through the droughts that we had fairly recently that, you know, some really big, hugely established trees gave up in amongst that because the stress on their root system with not getting enough water, not getting enough nourishment, ended up killing the entire tree. Now, if you think about this as you as a person, right? You're the trunk of the tree. This canopy is the life that you're creating, right? A gum tree is not ever gonna produce oranges, right? So us as human beings are not ever gonna produce something that we're not actually truly designed to ever create. <clears throat> However, how well we create our canopy or how beautiful our life is, how happy we are, how successful we are, how much we fulfill our own dreams, and, and create the impact and legacy that we're actually put on this earth to create will depend on how, how well we feed our dreams, how much, because our dreams support everything. They are what we think of internally. And then with the work that we put in, we bring things into reality. Um, most of us right now are living the dream life that we had sort of four or five years ago. So how well nourished your dreams are, how clearly you define them, how much you are connected to them, will determine how effectively you actually create the life that you truly want to create. Now, here's the thing, when you, so for me, I had this little kind of epiphany when I was about 42, I'm now 47, of what it is that I was actually here for. This, my, I, and 12 months later, I started my business. My family, like in my family, I'm the weird one. Everybody else are cattle graziers. They've known since the day they drew breath what they were going to do. I watched my little brother as a two-year-old mustering cattle in the spare room, right? In his, And it's just, that's his entire life. What he's doing now as a 40-year-old is what he was doing as a two-year-old, but in real, in real form, right? Because that has, he has always known what his dreams were and exactly what he wanted. And so by being able to follow that path, he has always lived his dreams. And, and honestly, nearly every person who's involved in the agricultural industry like that is living that they are living their dreams. They might not be getting some of the results that they're chasing, but, you know, there's a core part of what they're doing that is really so in tune with their soul and their sort of life purpose. Um, what I found is so many other people who are outside of that space that I have met who are kind of drifting, you know, and we've probably all got friends like that. And maybe that applies to someone who's listening today. If you're not really happy or if you're not really driven with what you're doing, because quite frankly, when you know what your dreams are and you're chasing them, you cannot do anything but be motivated. Like I have found that since the, the switch that flicked in me, once I worked out why I'm here and what I'm doing is just, it's, it's a, it's a little bit astounding honestly like in terms of I thought I was motivated before oh, yeah. turns out not so much <laughs> but what I'm my big thing is about get clear on your dreams get clear on what it is that you want for a human as for you as a human being so that the life that you create is exactly what it is that you're looking for now through that process you're going to have to put some boundaries in place right often we end up 
you look at a boundary fence that's you know on a on a cattle place somewhere you know some of them are incredibly beautiful and old and rustic but they're not actually really serving their purpose of keeping the stock where they need to be right and actually acting as a boundary fence and then you see these other ones that are brand new fresh posts beautiful wire you know that no livestock is going through that and into a place where it's not supposed to be right similarly here as a human being, when we go through this process of changing or, or you know, you're going along a path and you decide that you need to shift, you're going to need to put some new boundaries in place. We're going to need to get the people around us to understand what it is that you're, what you're, what, where the change is that you're heading for mm. and help them to come on board with you as well. And, and this whole thing about boundaries comes into being able to actually take those dreams and turn them into the reality that you're looking for. I love it. That summarizes everything that I do, yeah. basically. <laughs> it's wonderful. And it's so easy to get and you stop and you think, I think through stories and analogies, we start to kind of make sense of what things mean for us. And um, yeah. someone's mentioned here, uh, they love that, that particular analogy. And I love the, the last bit that you said around the boundaries. Um, mm. Because when you want to start doing something, you need to stop doing something else. Yes. Or you need to, yeah, say no to particular things. And um, absolutely, you can't do it. What is it? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. You, yeah, <laughs> so, and you, and off, yeah, you can't do it all at once. And part of my story was that for fifteen years, my primary focus was being stay-at-home parent for our kids. My husband was our primary breadwinner and worked yeah. shift work or FIFO kind of work for for all that time. And so I was the present parent, and that was what we wanted in terms of how we raised our children. But as yeah. I've stepped into creating this business, you know, there's some fresh boundaries that have needed to be installed, and it's right. huh. it's been a process. <laughs> it's I still a it. process. <laughs> so let me ask you then that question: Do you find the people who come to you are kind of like the old version of you, who's transitioning maybe from being a um, stay-at-home parent, wants to move into? Because I find that. Um, uh, uh, a lot of people can feel empty that once their kids start to be mm -hmm. really independent. I mean, it, and that happens from early on. I've got an mm -hmm. 11 and 13 year old who are so independent that I hardly see them uh, that often now, you know. Um, it's not like when it happens when they're 18 or 20. I think yeah. it's once they're kind of it's in It's a transition. Yeah. Right. So is that, yeah. you know, and so what the people that, the, uh, the women, or is it mostly women you work with, right? Mostly women that I work with. And absolutely, it is people who are taking that essentially as our kids, in my in my experience and in most of my clients, as your kids get that little bit more independent. So like your kids are, um, uh, I'm assuming they're still both primary school at the moment. When you go into high school, there's a whole other level of like sort of, you know, where they are growing their own wings and spreading them a little further and, and need you a little bit less as a parent in my experience. And that's really when I, you know, my youngest is now grade 10. So, um, you know, when I got this started was like around that time when he was transitioning from primary to high school. So absolutely, it's when, for whatever reason, you're, you feel like you have this next level of kind of freedom in terms of not being as needed by your children. Mm. So then you can step more into your personal power as a single, as a, as a, just as an individual human as opposed to the human plus the mother plus the wife plus the da 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 da, da you know and it's all about the um as helping people to work out what it is that they want because for me when I became a parent and for all of my clients it shifted everything and so when I first was talking to someone about what I wanted with my life after I'd had my kids I couldn't actually tell people what I wanted 
because right. I, I lost so much. I, I invested so deeply and so much into my kids and the, my family became such a strong focus that I lost a little enough of me that it was when someone asked me what I wanted, I didn't know. And yeah. so I had to go through this whole process of redefining who I am as a human being um, so that I could move forwards and, and be happy and content and successful in my own right, separate to all those other roles that I play within my yeah. world. And so yes, that's exactly where my clients are as well. They're on that same journey. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned the word process. Okay. So let's, let's for people who are listening, let's give them some practical things. You mm -hmm. know, maybe two or three practical things. What is, where does someone even start? You know, I know they can certainly connect with you and you facilitate that. And guys, yeah. seriously, it's really, if you can't do this on your own, which I, I believe in, on my journey the last 12 years, I've had mentors and coaches that can see what I can't see. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, I would advise you get someone to facilitate this process with you. Mm, but let's absolutely. Give, maybe do it yourself at home. Kind of, what, where did someone start? Like, you know, obviously you do this all the time, one on one in yeah. groups. Um, yeah. yeah, give us some tips. <laughs> so my suggestion is start with unpacking your past. Now, because what we often what I often find is. People come to me and go, I feel like I've done nothing with my life. And they'll be like 30, 40 odd years old, right? And I'm like, mm, I'm going to disagree with that very respectfully. And so what I, one of the first things I get people to do is to find themselves a beautiful journal and a beautiful pen, because we've got to get some ideas out of our head and onto paper. And in our dream world, there's no such thing as scratchy pen and crappy paper, right? It just doesn't exist. So be nice to yourself, get some nice stuff and sit down and, and I get people to do what I call a dream dump and get all the dreams that you've ever had. I don't care whether you've achieved them, whether they're completely irrelevant, anything that you ever thought you ever want to accomplish, take it out of your head and write it down on a piece of paper and just... I suggest starting with putting aside about a half an hour, give yourself a like nice, nice cup of tea, nice background music, you know, set the mood so that you can, and just focus entirely on yourself. Put your phone in the other room so you can just get rid of those distractions um, and do it at a time when you're as much as we love our children when they're not home or when they're deeply asleep so you are not interrupted. Yeah, right? I love that. <laughs> I, I, wake up, I wake up at 5.30 every morning and for yeah. two hours, that I, I just stay in my bed and it's so quiet and I journal uh -huh. and I meditate and I do like so many little tasks for myself. You're absolutely right to do it when it's so peaceful. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So that so you've got to get these ideas out of your head and then you go back and revisit them and look at this one I've achieved, this one I haven't achieved, but I'm working on it. This one I haven't achieved and it's completely irrelevant now. And this one, I haven't even started, but I will eventually, you know, like, so you want to categorize them into what's relevant and what's not now. Yes. And the ones that are like, one of the things I that was on my list was I was going to be a vet. And I'm like, no, not ever. <laughs> now, very grateful for the process that like led me through and it made me decide that that was not going to be part of my reality. But, yeah. you know, that's a part of my list when I first did this myself. Um, put all those things down there and, and celebrate a big part is celebrate the successes that you have had, right? And mm. then what we do is we, after we've categorized them all, then you go, okay, what's next? Where, where do I, what am I working on? Where do, what do I need to prioritize? Who do I need to get help from to be able to get from here to there? You know, what, what's the sequence? Because when you look at different dreams, you know, like one of the, one of my clients who came to me had this idea for three different businesses and one that was really her absolute passion 
needed a significant financial investment and she didn't have that backing and didn't want to get investors. But another one that she wanted to do is from an industry where it's actually really, it's it's quite easy to become a highly successful financially, financially successful business quite quickly. And so we worked on this whole start that business and use that to fund the next one. And so, but for her, she really struggled to see that process, right? Because as you said before, getting a coach or a mentor to come in and have a look at what you're working on from an outside perspective, it's fresh eyes. And it's a completely, you know, it's it's without the whole preconceived ideas of what you're capable of and what you're not. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's one of those, you know, limiting beliefs is one of those interesting things. If someone said to me, what's your limiting beliefs? I'm like, if I knew that, I wouldn't have them. You know, <laughs> identifying your own limiting beliefs oh, is almost no. impossible. Uh, yeah, you, I, you I need agree. someone else to call you out on them, I and agree. that's where a coach comes in, or a mentor, whoever, like whoever yeah. you work with, right? That's something that they've got to be good at. Otherwise, quite frankly, I don't know why you're paying them yeah. or investing. The, if it's if it's um, you know a contra thing, then I don't know why you're investing the time with them. Yeah, if they won't do that. Yeah. So, It's so true. I I do pick myself up on limiting beliefs now, 12 years on after I've been coached for so many. But even even, even at this stage, you know, there's some other ones that I'm obviously buying into. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But I have a little question that um, when I say something's not possible, (laughs) then I stop and go, is that that really what I believe or is it something that a limitation that I... Because I didn't think my business could operate the way it's operating today online when I was offline I just didn't think it could ever pivot successfully what I did is not possible to be sold online that was a belief and when COVID hit and you know there was a rocket up the bum (laughs) 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 figured out a way and guess what yeah half years later now I'm like going what the hell was that why did I believe that yeah and and that whole thing about how can I Mm. as soon as you get this thing that I can't flick the question around to how can I Mm-hmm. And then just start brainstorming. And again, like this, you we all need, I think, in different times to allocate time to just without reservation, sit mm-hmm. and just brainstorm, get all the ideas out. And sometimes yeah. that means like for me, mm-hmm. I'm not a big drinker, but this is when a glass of wine is really useful yeah. because it just kind of lifts the lid a little bit. Yes. For me as an individual, I'm not recommending you go and drink, them, but you know. <laughs> it's a part of my process is every and like you know I sit and do this maybe once a month so and that's about as much as I drink (laughs) just not a big drinker now your dreams can um alter right oh completely so like something that was important to you 10 years ago Mm -hmm. might not be important to you Mm -hmm. like now and it's okay to let some of them go is that right oh absolutely because we change everything about us changes we grow we learn we you know life happens there one of my big things was that I was going to travel internationally with my family and you know at at this this is the age where our youngest is 16 our eldest is 19 right now and this is the age where I wanted to be traveling internationally with my family so that we could take my kids to see the world a bit um because I've I've lived overseas for two years and two completely different experiences Mm. um my husband has still not got a passport and our youngest doesn't either. My eldest has been to Japan on a school trip pre-COVID, yes. Yes. you know, but COVID has changed it. But also my husband has some really significant health issues. And so I don't think he's probably ever going to leave the country like mm. for his entire life, right? Because he just doesn't want to. So um, 
while I still want to travel, I'm 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 done with traveling by myself. Yeah. I I don't want to do that anymore. So you know the fact that those factors play in, mm. maybe I'll travel a little bit, but certainly not like I was planning because that's that's just my world. Mm. You know, yeah, it's exactly. it's different now. Just adjust it. You know, and yeah. different things um, light us up at different times in our lives and yeah. ages, right? Yeah, I yeah. love it. So tell me a little bit more. How do you work with women? How do they find you? You know, what sort of, how do you facilitate this process for them? Um, so um, to answer the first question, to find me, Facebook, honestly, is the where I am the most active with all yeah. of the different platforms. Um, I do, though, also have my website, 10,000dreams.com.au. Sure um, you I'll can contact me through there. Uh, there it is. It is. There it is. Um, <laughs> 10,000 dreams, guys, all in words, yeah. not numbers. Yes. Uh, .com.au and there's Terry. She's got her events up here. I think you've got something upcoming. Yeah. Um, you know, your dream board uh, workshop. Yes. You were mentioning. Yes. So my next one is on 10th of September. Um, and yes. so that's a half day workshop that I run as a hybrid. So you can either join online or in person um, because, I, again, I had that massive struggle through COVID because on top of the whole lockdown, I was also dealing with vestibular migraine, so I couldn't walk in a straight line. Um, yes. <laughs> that was interesting. So I went with for a really long time with running no events whatsoever. Um, anyway, um, I now, like I said, run them as hybrid. So you can, if I live near Toowoomba in Queensland, so yeah. if you can join me in the room, you are more than welcome. And I love that. And if you need to be online, then that's okay too. We just, you know, facilitate the process and include you in the conversations. And yeah, it's yeah. different, obviously, in the lead-in, getting ready for the workshop. But the half-day workshop takes you through a process where we touch on a whole bunch of things that often you'll need to come back to to finish because it's, you know, half-day workshop. You can't get into incredible yeah. depth. Yeah. But by the end of it, I teach you how to create a really effective dream board. So you've got a really strong physical representation of the dream life that you're working on creating and I also teach you how to use that because so many people will have dream boards or vision boards and they chuck them in a cupboard and forget about them and wonder why they don't work right it's a tool but they don't work unless you make it work so there's there's stuff in the process so that's that's kind of where people will often come in to kind of get to know me a little bit and work out whether or not I'm the right fit to help them go where they want to from there, we're going to one-on-one um, -on -one or group coaching, depending again on what the other needs of the individual um, and and where they're sitting, how clear they are. And that's something that we work out together and, you know, go through the logic of, of what fits and what doesn't. Um, <clears throat> and then I also run retreats. So once a year, I run what I call a big dreams retreat. So it's kind of like the dream board workshop, but four days of deep dive, getting really into the nitty gritty um, I take you away on a weekend where everything is already taken care of. You don't have to touch your wallet the whole time. You can go to a restaurant and shop down the left-hand side instead of the right-hand side uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> because it's already included. It's already taken care of. So I want you to give you little experiences of that next level life that you're working on creating mm. so that it helps you to kind of get into that whole thought process. And then when you, because what I'm wanting to do is, when you get back home again and life happens, mm. that you can see beyond it and you can see where you're going so that you can continue on the path with more clarity and more confidence and mm. get to those results with more efficiency than yeah. what you would have beforehand. Because so many of us get so distracted along the path. Because there's so much more life to live after your kids grow up as well. If, you, oh. if you're a parent and, and, you know, even if you're not a parent, mm -hmm. I believe 
life just gets in the way. And if you're not a person which a lot of people don't set intentions, goals and dreams, actually it's been said that more than 95% of people don't, mm-hmm. you know, if you end up in that 5% of doing this practical stuff and, you know, learning from someone so that you can then implement, you know, regularly, you know, it's not just about, yeah, I read my intention and my mission. I have a one mission right now that I'm focused on and I read like a whole page write up of it three times in the morning before I'll journal so I can keep my focus on it because yep. you get so distracted like you know mm-hmm. like like there's so many roles we've got to juggle yep. and there's usually that one thing that you should be going for that you want to be going for and yeah I mean um now as we live longer I mean we have so many more years after we turn say 40. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Our first 20 years, we were just growing up and not really doing much, right? So really, we've got way more productivity and so much wisdom that can be imparted from whatever our zone of genius is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing great work to facilitate all this for people because there needs to be more people like you. What's some parting wisdom you'd like to share? Parting wisdom, back yourself. Back yourself. Seriously, like the number of times, and there's some wonderful quote about this and I can't remember what it is right now, but the number of times even in my own life where I have went, uh, where I've gone, oh, this would be a really great idea and I've like put it out to the the universe or I've spoken to someone who, um, who didn't understand or had a different goal set or whatever and they've just like, kind of cut me off at the knees and I've let that happen right because no matter what we do in our whole life we are responsible for everything that happens in our own world right we are responsible for how happy we are we are responsible for how successful we are you know how well we communicate all these things there is everything we need to take responsibility for in our own life and so where I am right now is 100% on my shoulders and I know that if I had backed myself as a younger person that I would be that much closer to creating the dreams that I currently have. Mm. And instead I allowed myself, now I'm not saying that I'm not grateful for the journey. There's like, you've got a, there's a balance there between, because I love where I live and how I live right now. I've mm. got a great life um, and it's, and, and it's getting better because as I focus, as I get more and more clear on what I'm creating for myself along the journey, mm. you know, it just, I'm so excited for every day yeah. that, you know, yeah. um, and yeah, but but it's the backing yourself. It's the standing in your in your power and saying, "This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to do it." You know, help me or hop out of the way. <laughs> I love that. And you know, the best time. What does it say? The best time to start something was ten years ago. The second best time is today. Uh-huh. You know, just uh-huh. um, get going. And um, Kate's just saying, always grateful for the journey. It always falls out perfectly yes. the way it was meant to be and when you mm-hmm. look in hindsight 10 years from today you got yep. oh this is yep. why I needed to live through that this is why I had to go through these challenges and all that kind of stuff you don't like it in the moment no. <laughs> <laughs> but then you go yeah. what's the biggest blessing you don't grow if there's no pain or no um, yeah. comfort right yeah absolutely and you think about that image that I shared you know the mm. beauty in the tree is in the you know, wobbles in the branches and the little bits of like, that's where, that's what it is that makes it unique and gorgeous. Mm. So the same thing is for our lives, you know, that, that the journey is what makes us the amazing humans that we all are right now. 
And as we go forwards, we can become even more amazing as we get into actually creating that, you know, that whole, um, you know, the life that we truly, truly want, the dream life. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And yeah. spend some time, guys, today. If you listen to this live, um, you know, and you've been here with us, do it this afternoon, do it tonight, you know. Like, don't delay. I love these conversations. Like, I'm going to go and write some more shit. <laughs> I'm write awesome. some more in, my, in my journal next to my bed. I've just got this awesome uh, new bookshelf that's a rotating bedside table with books and journals. So I've all, like, nice. made it all really easy to access now. No drawers. <laughs> you yep. know, grab the stuff and start doing it in the morning. So thank you so much for bringing this conversation. It's a great reminder if it, if it is or if you've never done it, do it now. Um, you know, get in touch with Terry if you want to experience some of her stuff that she does. Uh, it's always just, I think you would be doing it just, this is kind of you gifting yourself something, right? I, I totally believe that. It's, you know, it's your turn, <laughs> you know, if you haven't given yourself, you know, gifts of time and, and uh, to do this work, then go and do it. All right. That's what I would say. Um, very so really important. Now, one thing I wanted to mention is if you are in a significant relationship, it's, it's an amazing thing to see couples do this together because oh, you yeah. are each individual yeah. humans. i got to show you. you. We one? got this book. It says, go where you feel most alive. And Stuart and I, we were away um, uh, on a weekend like about five weeks ago. Yeah. And we wrote five years time, July 2027. Oh, two years beautiful. Time, one year time uh, by December 22. So we've done this whole That's thing. wonderful. <laughs> That's yeah. so brilliant because what you can do together, like when you are both clear on what you want, what you're working together on becomes magnified. The results you get are like compounded oh, yeah. because of you both working towards yeah. that similar journey. That's just beautiful. Yeah, so go and do it, guys. And thank you, Terry. Really appreciate your time. Go and your you. uh, website has been dropped in the comments. So people can just connect, look at, look at the stuff that you do. And I look forward to you know, seeing you continue to flourish and grow over the coming years. It's been four now. Imagine where you're going to be in the next four. I know. I'm so <laughs> I excited <love> for it. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, go and smash it out. Bye. See you, Terry. See ya.